MLN Nation, episode 313. You know, give yourself the grace and time to, to explore and learn. Uh, and, and don't beat yourself up. Don't compare yourself to other people. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chess. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. ML Nation, do you want the next 12 months to be your best year ever? Then you must attend our training event, No BS, No Hype. You could attend either the one in the Gold Coast, Australia on May 12, 13, 14, or our USA event in Los Angeles next year on February 23rd to 25th, 2018. These three-day events feature not only me, but you also learn from seven-figure and multiple six-figure earners. And right now, you can save up to $400 with an early bird price. Just go to mlnation.net forward slash events. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan, and let me ask you, what's your purpose and vision? My purpose in doing what I do is to have a positive impact as many lives as possible, and that's why I founded ML Nation. Now, I'm loud and proud to be in the network marketing profession because I have three beliefs. Number one, network marketing allows us to fulfill our unlimited potential. So write that down. Number two is network marketing allows us to give back more. And I want you, whatever success you have, to give back more. Number three, most important, network marketing allows us to be a better leader at home. It allows us to be better parents, a better spouse, because we're always leading by example. You can take the lessons we learn from these top leaders, from myself, and apply it back to home. And our mission at ML Nation is to empower 10,000 distributors to achieve a full-time income. Now, ML Nation, you must have a clear purpose and vision because otherwise you'll never do the uncomfortable things that are necessary for success to happen. That's why your purpose and vision is so important. It's what's going to pull you and motivate you. And before we start today's show, make sure you check out our partner, Networking Times. If you like ML Nation, you'll love Networking Times. Each issue is packed with amazing training stories just like MLM Nation. Go check it out at mlnation.net forward slash times. And now, I'm super fired up. Let's go to today's training. MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan. I'm fired up to bring our special guest today, Jason Buckner. Hey, Jason, are you ready to make it happen? Hey, I'm ready, Simon. It's a pleasure, and uh, I'm excited about it myself. Jason Buckner was a college-educated lifeguard when he came across network marketing. After years of frustration and floundering in MLM, he finally met some mentors that changed his life. Now, 20 years later, Jason likes to call him an overnight success. He's one of the top income earners in his company. So, Jason, I've given ML Nation just a brief intro, but please share more about your background and how you got started. Hey, I'd love to, Simon. I uh, really appreciate the platform up front, what you do for the industry as a whole. Uh, you know, I was like a lot of folks. I went to school. Um, I didn't. I came from a family with a lot of love, but not a lot of money. So I had to work through my summers, and I ended up lifeguarding on the East Coast. And that's like kind of how I get my professional beach bum story. Uh, all you have to do to qualify is uh, have a college education and continue to lifeguard on the beach. But uh, I was actually about two years after college, I was really trying to figure out what I wanted to do when I grew up. And uh, it's very interesting. A, a very dear friend of my family, uh, still today, uh, introduced me to an opportunity. And this was over 20 years ago. 
And I must have been, I'm sure, probably the easiest recruit he ever had because I called him up and I said, hey, my dad says you got something I might want to take a look at. And uh, he invited me out to uh, what we know and call as an opportunity meeting, market party, whatever you want to call it today. And I went with an open mind and I saw an opportunity where I could create leverage in my life. Um, had no idea what, how I was going to do it, what I was going to do. But uh, I remember just being excited about it and, and excited about something for my future. So I got involved, and uh, as that old saying goes, I was totally ignorance on fire. Uh, went out there, messed some probably really good people up my first few years because I didn't know what I was doing. Talked way too much, as we like to say, verbally vomited all over them. Excuse the, <clears throat> the language, but uh, I still had some success. And I guess because I was... Uh, I don't know, maybe just uh, stubborn enough. Uh, I continued to pursue that industry and uh, ended up meeting some incredible people. And uh, they ended up being mentors and dear friends of mine today. But they showed me some simple systems and they introduced me to some philosophies that really allowed me to, to start my journey. And uh, I started basically at that point on about a seven year journey with a company. I had some success. Uh, I wasn't making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. However, that's one of the things, Simon, I've learned. Uh, income doesn't determine success. Mm. <laughs> what it did allow me to do is it allowed me to have my time freedom. Uh, ended up getting married. Uh, when my wife had our first child, uh, I literally stepped back. This was 11 years ago, and I just put myself on pause and enjoyed the fruits of some of that residual income. About five years later, uh, I'm not sure what my wife meant by it, but she says, isn't it about time you do something different? <laughs> but uh, it was a blessing. I was a stay-at-home dad that five years, and I really didn't know what I wanted to do. I, I looked in the industry, and I just didn't – nothing grabbed my attention at that point. So I, I took a transition in my life. I ended up going into corporate America, um, and I thought that was going to be really exciting until about the second day. And I realized that I just traded my entire life for money, uh, meaning that I was leaving the house when it was dark, coming home when it was dark. And I was looking. I was like, I've got to get back this freedom. And that's fortunately where my opportunity that I'm involved with now the last five years uh, caught me. And fortunately, at that point, and I, I kid around saying I was an overnight success, but uh, I understood the systems. Uh, I, I really plugged into that. And it allowed me, uh, for the first time in my life, to actually do this spare time. It was five, ten hours a week. I was still working 60 hours a week at the job. Uh, I still had some residual income coming in, so uh, it did make it a lot easier to take longer lunch breaks and uh, step away sometimes. But uh, because of that experience and uh, the systems in place, it allowed me to, to build a business in less than a year that had literally doubled what I was making there. And, and now, of course, back at home and, and just having a blast. So... That's kind of the, <clears throat> me in a nutshell. Awesome. Hey, let's so you have to talk about mentors. Uh, where did you meet these mentors at? Was it at an event or a training? These mentors that had a huge impact on you? Uh, that's a great question. It's actually funny. Uh, one of my dear friends and business partners, her father had been in the industry for probably over 20 years at that time, and that was 20 years ago. So he's been around. And uh, I was pitching my deal to her and her boyfriend at the time and, you know, just blah, blah, blah. And she said, you know, you don't talk to my dad. He does something like this. And uh, I didn't have any fear. So I picked up the phone, called him up, ended up giving him a 20-minute presentation on my incredible opportunity without knowing anything about him. And uh, long story short, uh, 
he didn't get involved with me. But two years later, because he left the door open and he opened it up to give me some advice, even though I wasn't working with him, uh, I would call him periodically, month after month, just asking for nuggets. And that's how it ended up. A number of years later, uh, we ended up teaming up and been together since. Wow. So um, you, you had mentioned systems and philosophies. So let's start with philosophies, like the mindset. What are some key philosophies that you learned from these mentors? Well, that's a great Great question, Simon. Um, the, one of the philosophies that, I, that I've learned is based on skill, and this came from or comes from Jim Rohn. One of his quotes, it says, don't wish it was easier, wish you were better. Uh, <clears throat> don't wish for uh, less problems, wish for more skills. Don't wish for less challenges, wish for more wisdom. Uh, you know, that I think almost sums it up. A lot of times uh, we get into this type of business and people that have never been involved in you know, we don't strike it rich in the in the first, you know, 30, 60 days, that lottery mentality kicks in and we go, hey, you know, I've spent $500, I've lost that, blown that on a vacation or something. So we quit. Uh, instead of giving our chance, ourselves a chance to, to grow uh, and learn a, the process that's going to take us through that journey. And that's one of those philosophies. I mean, you know, success is a journey. It's not a destination. So, uh, I think if people could really in, in start to enjoy and focus on the process of things versus the results, hmm. it would it would help them have a lot more results, which is kind of cliche in a sense. Definitely, really good. Um, it reminds me of uh, Nick Saban, the head football head, uh, the head coach of uh, Alabama. It's all about he's called it the process, right? right? And he's got to train on the players the process. So. Um, let's talk about systems. What are some systems or things that you learn from your mentors that are very important for to create that residual income? Great question. Well, I said earlier uh, in my early career, I was so excited I talked too much. I, I, I wanted to tell people everything. Uh, one of the key things I learned is the less you say, literally, the more money you can make. Um, so those systems can be tools of all different types. Uh, your company, whatever company you may be a part of, they may have a, a publication that tells about uh, the information. They may have videos. Of course, with technology today, most companies have some type of uh, platform where you can share videos that explain the information for you. There's conference calls, Zoom presentations now. The, anything but your mouth. That <laughs> when, you know, I, I think that's the biggest uh, misunderstanding people have when it comes to systems it doesn't have to be a specific set way of how you share information as long as you're pushing them into the information. Uh, and, of course, having a follow-up, that's going to be key to any part of a system. Uh, if I just tell you to go take a look at something, but I don't schedule a time to follow up with you, it's almost kind of like wasted time and money. So mm -hmm. using third-party tools, driving people into those, those systems to let the information share itself, setting that follow-up, and then in your follow-up, what I've found, we've, we've all heard the terminology three-way calls. I like to think of it as introducing them to other colleagues and friends that, that you're working with. And you can even tell people that you're sharing this with that, you, you know, look, I, I value your, your judgment of character. I'd love you to meet some of the folks I'm going to be working closely with. Uh, and, you know, if I can get them, I'd love you to hear, hear their story or maybe ask some of the tough questions. And especially in the beginning when you're learning how to to build your business, when you use that third party, it can allow you to learn information to set you up to be that expert, to be that third party down the road. 
Um, so that's really what, and then of course, if you're a company, uh, whatever organization company you're part of, they have events that you can attend locally. That's a great plus, a benefit. So you can get out and meet other people, like-minded folks, people who are you know, pursuing similar goals. Uh, if your company has bigger events, uh, we like to say the bigger the event, the bigger the decision that'll be made. So if you've got a big event that you can attend, your company puts on, uh, you're going to have some of the, the best opportunity to get around some of the top money earners, the top money earners in your particular company. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know, Simon, you've heard the saying, it's true, everyone that goes to the big events aren't making $10,000 or more a month. However, everyone that's making $10,000 or more a month is at the big event. Fair so. point. Hey, that's really good. The bigger the event, the bigger the decision you make. Right, I think that's really true. With a lot of the big aha moments, the hey, I'm gonna, hey, I'm just gonna do it. The decisions that all happened at the big event because of some inspiration or some person you meet. Yeah, absolutely. And also with that, you're gonna build relationships and friendships. Whether people are part of your organization, I've got so many incredible friends, uh, hey, like yourself and people all over the world that you know we're not in the same opportunity, but we're in the same industry, and we we're we're all driven to help create this profession. Uh, to be better. Uh, and when you're around people that are focused on that, you can only benefit and grow within yourself. Okay, Jason, you have talked about follow-ups. So um, if you send a video to someone, how would you follow up with them? Just obviously, you set a time to call them. And when you call them, what would you say? A, a great question. Uh, matter of fact, when I, when I started this, this venture that I'm involved with now, I remember my time was so limited. And I had been full-time in the industry. So I'm thinking... Okay, now I've got to go practice what I've been teaching for all these these years in, in real life. What I found for me is is just being genuine in who you are. First of all, when you're approaching people, and 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 you can be excited, but uh, don't over, you know, don't blow people out of the water. But what I found on the initial engagement with someone, I, and all I did is I called up people. I I built a list and I said, Hey, uh, Simon, listen, it's Jason. I only got a minute. I'm on my way into work. But I'm really excited. I just started working on a new project. Um, it's probably not for you, but it mean a lot to me. We've known each other some time. If I got you some free information, would you take 15, 20 minutes and look at it? I'd get that commitment right then. And, of course, most people are going to say sure. Um, and then I would say, listen, uh, if I get it to you in the next 30 minutes, can I call you on my lunch break or would you prefer me call you on my way home? And I get a specific time for the follow-up. And then what I found helps a lot of people that especially are new to the industry because uh, I'm sure if someone's never done a, a, a third-party call or, or plugged a, uh, done, done a three-way conference call, it can be a little intimidating. So one of the things I found if at that point I said, Simon, listen, when I call you back, I'm not sure if it would even be possible. But I'm working with some of the top people in this company. And what I love about it is even though they're really busy helping a lot of people, they're super down to earth. And if nothing else, I'd love you to hear their story. And, of course, if you got some questions, it would help me as well because I'm just learning. Mm. So I'm setting up that within the initial call. I've got the commitment to when we're going to reconnect. Now, so when I call you, I'm going to simply ask you, Simon, so from what you've seen and heard, what would you say you like the best so far? Or I may ask you, hey, what stood out to you, uh, stood out to you the most or what's impressed you the most? I'm going to ask a direct question that requires you to come back with a positive answer. <laughs> I'm not asking you what you didn't like. I'm not asking you, you know, what didn't. I'm asking you specifically something positive. 
And then from there, I, I just listen to what you say, and, and it allows me to then transition because I've already really prepped you for transitioning into that third-party call. Really good stuff. Nuggets of wisdom here. Hey, ML Nation, hit the rewind button. Listen back to this. Really good stuff and specific words to say um, on follow-up. And especially, I love it. You said it will mean a lot to me if you take a look at this. And I think most people will. Really good stuff. All right, Jason, let's transition a little bit. Um, this is my favorite question. You know, your 20-year overnight success. What was your aha moment? Was it really just to talk less and use tools? What's like a big, like a light bulb moment? And since then, your business really took off. Simon, that's a great question. And and it really uh, was what you just said. I realized because it was really in just the last five years, I called myself a grinder. It seemed like the first seven or eight uh, building my, my first company. But here, when I first started, I realized that I had to depend on those systems, those tools. And if I got excited about them looking at the information, it would take away any of the time that I had to try to explain it. Mm-hmm. And when I realized that, you know, the information is the information and the tool does it right 100 percent of the time and they can see what I'm doing. They could actually do it. They could go, wow, I have time to do this. And heck, I don't even mind doing this to people I know, like and care about. So that was it was not that I didn't know it. It's kind of interesting how you go along in your own process. You hear things uh, you and over and over and over again. And then one day, all of a sudden, it just goes, oh, this is really how you go. And what I found is that you can go as fast as you want or slow as you want. What I learned is going fast is a lot easier than going slow. Mm. Uh, It can be very painful sometimes. And I don't mean that you go out and recruit a bunch of people and, you know, hope that everything happens. But I mean, you go out and you expose a lot of people. And as you, you, you sponsor people into your business, you didn't slow down to help them understand what you just did to them so they can see that process. So you can duplicate that. And, and that's exactly what happened with my high. It, only, it actually started duplicating away from me where the whole goal is when you start, you know, everything's probably going to start close to you. But within that year, 99% of my business was way outside of my own state. So uh, that was a huge aha. Hmm. Next, this is my favorite question. Out of your 20 years, what is your worst, worst, worst moment in network marketing? To the point where most people have quit or walked away, but you hung in there, and that's why you're the leader you are today. <laughs> well, um, my, uh, you know, that's a great question. Without getting too personal, uh, a number of years ago, I had some situations that happened um, that I allowed to really upset me, and. You know, we all have issues going on, right, in our life. We have people that come and go. We have people that are sick. We have kids. We all have things that can come up. And this was one of those situations that I, I just really allowed it to affect me. And it took me over almost a year to really understand what was happening internally because that's one of the biggest misconceptions. People think that you can make stuff happen outside without internally it working out right. And The reality is we know that 99% of it is between our ears. So when I realized that even though the situations and things that are going to happen to us, we can can determine how we can react to those issues and situations. Uh, And immediately at that point when I just realized like, wow, this is like such a simple thing to get. However, you know, little things like that can make create setbacks uh, that can be overwhelming for, for the average person. 
But what it also can do is set you up for an amazing comeback to empower other people so they don't have to maybe go through it as long or even have to deal with those types of uh, uh, experiences themselves personally. So you said that when that thing happened, without getting into specifics, it took you about a year to kind of get over it and, and until you realized what happened. So how would it, if the same thing happened today, how would the current Jason handle that situation? Obviously, that would affect <laughs> you for a year, right? Yeah, well, I would immediately stop and, and say, you know what, I'm going to give myself, well, maybe because this was major, I thought to me, so I'm going to give myself 15 minutes to deal with this. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go scream, I'll go find a tree to climb or whatever. Just get over it and, and, and allow myself to get focused on what I'm doing, why I'm doing this business in the first place. Um, and that's a, another big reason, too. People sometimes uh, belittle or don't take seriously enough why they're actually doing this or whatever, whatever their reason is to doing their business. And we like to say, you know, if your why is big enough to make you cry, you can get through anything. Um, and I would refocus. I would immediately refocus my energy and, and go right back into to building and, and uh, developing our team. That's cool. That, that's when you realize you're grown, right? From a year, now you, it just takes you 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, uh, that's the personal that's growth. <laughs> Yeah, that's a warning also, though. You know, you have to be very careful because that growth is, is a constant thing. And uh, it definitely takes an effort to put that uh, personal development into your, your, your daily method of operation to make sure you're consistently working on yourself. How have you seen the profession change over the years since you first started 20 years ago? Um, another great question. Well, obviously, technology is definitely making an impact. Uh, I still am kind of a grassroots, old school type person. I, I mean, I, I go out and develop and build relationships, which uh, I know with technology, you do the same thing. Um, however, I, I know technology definitely is becoming a platform. Even though I'm not someone that's on Facebook and doing a lot of stuff that people see, I still use social media to find people to build relationships with and, and to develop and grow my business. Uh, tools, definitely tools and training uh, are, I mean, remarkable. It, there's so much of it. Uh, I would say be careful. Uh, I, would, I would evaluate who you're getting your information from. Uh, there's another old saying, it, it's okay to be a copycat as long as you copy the right cat. Um, so, you know, if you're, you're listening to information or you're, you're trying to find training and material to help you grow your business, you know, there's tons of incredible leaders out there who have a track record who have been successful and proven uh, that you can read about you can get that information um, and you know just the speed of being able to build a business today is just incredible mm -hmm. compared to you think 20 years ago even you if you got someone interested in what you're doing and they didn't live close to you I mean, you have to mail a package out right i can't believe I, I don't even want to go back and look at my ups postage bills over the last 20 years but now you can send somebody a link they can go right to your website enroll, turn around, duplicate that two, three levels in an hour. You know, that, that's the kind of speed we have today. Do you see the public more open to network marketing than when we first started? What's the public perception of this profession? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I definitely see much more open. You see a lot more professionals, uh, people <clears throat> that are, you know, corporate America, attorneys, doctors, nurses, I mean, professionals of all types, educators, law enforcement officers, 
um, that are very attracted to the industry. And quite frankly, I think a lot of people are getting woke up, unfortunately, the bad way. You know, <laughs> the job they thought they were going to have is gone. Uh, or they've been through, like one of my buddies went through four different professions. I mean, and he was making six-figure incomes, and he went from six-figure to no-figure, six-figure to no-figure. And it, it really woke him up that, hey, this might be a better way or another least option or plan B to put in place. Mm. Want to grow your business faster and make your next 12 months your best year ever? Then you must go to our training, No BS, No Hype, in Gold Coast, Australia, or No BS, No Hype, USA, in Los Angeles. You've probably already seen on Facebook what people have said about our training workshops and events. And now I'm bringing my No BS, No Hype training to two major events. Number one, for my friends down under in Australia, I've got something super special and exciting. We're doing our first big event in Australia in the Gold Coast on May 12, 13, 14. This will be at least 10 times better and bigger than my normal workshops. Go check it out at mlnation.net forward slash events. And for our friends in North America and Europe, our next event will be in Los Angeles in February 2018. This three-day training event is on February 23rd to 25th, 2018 in Los Angeles and will feature not only three days of training for me, but also seven-figure and multiple six-figure earners. And right now, you can save up to $400 and get your early bird tickets at mlnation.net forward slash events. If you listen to ML Nation, you already know how the major breakthrough for almost all the leaders came at an event. And right now, it's your turn. Go make the best investment you can do today at attend No BS, No Hype. Just go to mlnation.net forward slash events. Awesome stuff. Hey, as we go towards the end of the show, some really quick questions to pick your brain. Okay. Um, One of them is, what is one of your favorite success quotes? That motivates you, Jason. You know, I don't know if it's uh, if the full quote, but one of Jim Rohn's. I love Jim Rohn's stuff, any of his stuff. But he has a little. Comment. Every time I start to get caught up in things and and try to figure it all out and uh, get confused or get frustrated, I remember one of the quotes he says: "Don't be perplexed by the perplexing. It could be perplexing." <laughs> wow, it's such a good. such a simple thing and uh, uh, words, but. It, it helps redirect me on what are, what are what are you doing now? Are you doing productive activities to build your business? Or are you allowing yourself to be distracted with things that aren't going to be productive? Mm. That's good. Don't be perplexed by the perplex because it can be perplexing. I love that. <laughs> that's good. Hey, what is one habit that's helped you become successful? Well, a long, a, some time back. Um, and, and this one has been around forever. Um, but it, it talked about, you could say, the 10 beans. It could be the 10 pennies. It could be the 10 nickels, whatever. But having something that holds you accountable on a daily basis when you're building, that you're consistently contacting and connecting with new people. Um, prospecting, you could use the word. I like to call it making friends. So whatever your goal is, you know, some people have more ambitious goals to maybe want to go out and prospect or, or meet 10 new people a day. That's, that's a lot of new people in a day if you connect with 10 good people. But maybe it's two or three, whatever the number is. But having a way, so you could take 10 beans or five beans or three beans, whatever, uh, or nickels, pennies, and put it in one of your pockets. It could be your left or right, whichever. 
And every time that you connect with someone about your opportunity that's open to taking a look at your information, you can take one of those nickels, pennies, beans, and transfer it to the other pocket. So at the end of the day, if you still got beans in the pocket that is supposed to be in the other one, or if you still have beans in, in both pockets, you know you haven't finished doing what you need to do. But it's really something that's kind of fun. It's easy, but it keeps you accountable to doing what you need to do in order to be successful. Mm. And in our industry, in our business, it's simply sharing information, concepts, and ideas with people on a consistent, consistent basis uh, persistently over time. So I know I've heard people put five beans, two beans, or two quarters. So for you, what was the number? Well, when when I first when I really was clicking, uh, I don't know how many people actually was contacting, but my goal was to have two people a day go through an entire exposure process and actually connect with a third party. Mm. So. It was more than just two people I had to talk to in order for that entire process to happen. You know, some days it may be three or four people. Some days it might have been, you know, eight, nine, ten people. But that was my goal. If I could get two a day to go through that entire process, I knew it would help. It would help compress the time frame of what I, my goals of what I was wanting to accomplish. Yeah, that's really good. So two a day, basically. Two people see a full presentation, talk to a team member. So what was your sign-up rate? How, how many uh, out of, what, 10 you get one to sign up? Out of five ever you get a sign-up? Yeah, not to give invalid numbers. However, I would say in the first 60 days that I was working the business I'm at now, uh, I went through around probably 120 people. And out of the 120, we recruited about 16 people. Yep, that's good. That's really good advice, ML Nation. If you're listening to it, a lot of times people say, oh, I want to re- recruit 20 people in 30 days. But it's all a numbers game. And Jason has a specific number, two a day. And if you do two a day, yeah, you will get those sign-ups. Really good. I love that. Because uh, most people don't even do two a week, some people. <laughs> I heard like the average distributor does one a month. You know, sad yeah, that- to say. That's about accurate, and, and you're exactly right. It is. It is definitely, uh, as Jim Rowan again likes to say, you know, in the beginning you can make up in uh, numbers what you lack in skill. Um, however, you still want to develop the skills because <laughs> mm. uh, if you, the better, the, the more effective you are, the less numbers you're going to have to go through. Uh, so, yeah, definitely you've, you've got to do the numbers, and I like to make that very clear. On that, you know. If you do two two exposures of people a day, that's not the same as just having two people uh, going through an entire presentation and connecting with a business partner. It, there's a big difference there. However, just the two a day, just getting information out there, two people a day, it's really simple. Anyone can do it. It's not mess- it might not be easy, but you can do it. Mm. So, but if you consistently do that, uh, you're going to find good people. Your seed's going to fall on fertile ground. Uh, but it is that consistency, uh, Simon. You're exactly right. What's the best piece of advice you ever received? Wow. You know, there's so many, so many pieces of, of good advice uh, I've been fortunate enough to get and, and be around. Uh, it's so, so many different people that have, uh, I've been able to have poured into me and, 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 and because of plugging in. I would probably say probably one of the best things I would suggest, whatever your company has as, 
hey, here's the commitments that we would expect someone to build their business. Um, I would say plugging into whatever those commitments are. Uh, and the biggest thing is plugging into them and being in that company a year from now. Show up with a good attitude. And over time, if you plug in and give yourself that permission to, first of all, be bad before you're going to be good, you know, uh, and some of the folks out here, you know, they're going to be great uh, right up front. But, you know, it's okay if you're not. However, if you don't show up, you're not going to go up. And, and one of the things I have found, I mean, you can read it from some of the greats out there, but uh, you're not going to be successful if, you're not, if you don't stick and stay. And, and I found a year, one year in this industry, you're going to have such an amazing learning curve, but you're still just getting started. So, you know, give yourself the grace and time to, to explore and learn uh, and, and don't beat yourself up. And the last thing I'd say, because here's lots of different advice, don't compare yourself to other people because mm. uh, it, can, it can excite you at first. And a good friend of mine said later down the road, it just makes you mad. <laughs> you know, like, I'm going to knock somebody else if I hear another success story, right? Um, Definitely. Um, what's your favorite prospecting tool nowadays? So say someone's interested. Do you just send a link to an online video or do you give samples or do you still go out there and meet them and use a flip chart or an iPad? What do you like to use? You know, every one of those things you mentioned, I like to use. I, I really, you know, I tell people, whatever excites you is probably going to be your best tool. Mm. <laughs> uh, if you get excited about sending somebody a video and they watch it, I do like videos because it's instant. I can text a video nowadays. Um, it doesn't require my time to have to sit there and present it. Uh, but I still, I find that there's no wrong or right tool. It's just a matter of using, just don't be the tool. That's the key. Mm. <laughs> Uh, do you have a favorite online resource like a Dropbox or Evernote or favorite app on your phone that you could recommend? Man, uh, tough question for me, Simon. Hey, MLM Nation, to give you guys oh, a plug. Yeah. Hey, plug in there. Awesome. Thank you. We'll take it. <laughs> hey, here's another tough question. What's one book or one or two books you could recommend to MLM Nation? Wow. There are tons, and I can see behind you in your library and uh, – I just came from the gym, so that's where the hat is today, and that's the great thing about our industry, right? You go to the gym in the middle of the day, whatever. Uh, you know, thinking grow rich, one of the old ones. You know, it's it's just a it's a legend in in the books if you want to know them. Uh, another key one I found uh, a number of years ago, the Slight Edge. Uh, that that book really helps you develop uh, the philosophies. Really, so when you're reading other information, you can have a better understanding of even how to learn it. Um, but they, yeah, there are a ton of them out there. I, uh, so those are two. Those are classics. Yeah. Slight Edge and Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Okay, here's the million-dollar question, the last question. You ready? I'm ready. Imagine you had to start all over again, and you knew no one. So you're like an alien that went to another planet. Do you even know your kids? But yet all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom... What's the first thing you do or the first place you go to find prospects and build an MLM business from scratch? <laughs> uh, wow, that's, I'm trying to do it myself. I'm an alien now. Uh, I, I still have all my knowledge, but I don't know my kids and they don't know me. You don't know uh, anyone. No, man. Well, you, you know, it's, it's so crazy. It, with today, I mean, you know, you could jump on all the different social media, start developing contacts through you know, you name whatever social media platform you prefer, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, whatever. 
Uh, you could go out to uh, plug into things you like. You know, if you like to exercise and work out, go, go to a gym, work out. Go somewhere that you can go build some friendships. You can make new friends. Um, I think that's a big problem with a lot of people in, in, in this industry. They get involved and they, they want to go get people in their deal instead of go develop friendships and develop relationships. And well, you can do that anywhere. Uh, you could do that even if you don't know how to speak the language of, of a, say, a different country. Uh, so uh, you just got to get out and do things that you enjoy so it'll make you feel comfortable connecting and building some new relationships with people, regardless of where you live or where you're at. So That's a you, great question. So for you personally, what do you like to do? What's the first place you go? The gym? Or you go, where'd you go? You, you know, you know I'm, it, it may be it may be the gym. Um, it, it could be uh, a coffee shop. Hey, it could be a church. I mean, it could be just what depends on the mood that day. You know, yeah. that's what's great about this industry. You know, maybe I'm just ready to go to the beach, you know, get back in my feet in the sand. So I think maybe I just start at the beach. So we would find one that's populated and go hang out for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad way to live. Hey, you've been awesome, Jason. Now, as we wrap up, any last words or advice? And then what's the best way our listeners can connect with you? Well, Simon, I appreciate the platform and, and all you do for the industry. Uh, you know, outside of the great questions you've asked, I would just really encourage people to really treat this uh, as a profession and, and give yourself that. I said it earlier. Give yourself permission to be okay with failing forward. Uh, don't get caught up in that. Get caught up in the process. Plug into if you have if you're involved in a company that has things, stay plugged into what's going on. Uh, you really want to make sure you're you're connected with people who have the the same mindset, the the same philosophies, or at least are trying to to plug in in that direction. Uh, but I believe that the biggest thing we can all do uh, is be students of the industry. Uh, always be a learner. And, and keep moving forward, and and that's the key. Anybody can get in touch with me. Uh, I mean, Facebook. I have a just Jason Bugner. You'll you'll see me as network marketing professional. Uh, if somebody wanted to email me, they could email me at newskin at gmail dot com. That's k n e w s k i n at gmail dot com. But uh, love the industry, and I uh, really appreciate all that you're doing. And uh, thanks a lot, Simon, for having me on. MLM Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you've been hanging out with Jason Buckner. So keep up the momentum and go to MLMNation.net and just type in Jason, J-A-S-O-N, at the search bar. In order to nuggets of wisdom and Jason's contact info will be right there. Definitely connect with him. In order to be successful in network marketing, you must help others. So, Jason, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with MLM Nation. We're grateful to you, and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again, Jason, and God bless you. God bless you, Simon. Take care. Don't forget, if you want a major breakthrough in your business, then you must go to our training, No BS, No Hype, in the Gold Coast, Australia, in May 2017, or No BS, No Hype, USA, in Los Angeles, in February 2018. And right now, you can save up to $400 on an early bird ticket. Just go to mlnation.net forward slash events. Go register, and I look forward to seeing you there. ML Nation is Simon Chan, and an awesome show with Jason Buckner. Oh, gosh, look at these nuggets I have here. I'm going through these notes. Uh, you know, the main one is around like 14 minutes. Go back in, in there and listen to how you talk about follow-up, right? 
Follow up. First of all, the way he invites. It may not be for you, but mean a lot to me if you just take a look at it. Right? And then, um, can I call you during my lunch break or on my way home? Really good way to find. You want to set a specific time. And then also, like, when we call you, uh, I'm going to introduce you to a couple of people who are very successful. And then you can learn, you know, I want you to hear from them. I want you to meet them. And also, I'm new, and I get to learn as well, learning from them. Really good stuff out there, okay? Definitely connect with Jason Buckner. Go to mlnation.net. Uh, just search for Jason, J-A-S-O-N, and you can reach out to him, okay? Really good stuff. Uh, a lot of other notes here is, you know, he, the more you talk, the more you lose. Whatever system you use, just make sure you're not talking. Push someone to information, right? Is anything is good except for your mouth. And his mentor is about systems, right, using tools. And the other part was philosophy. Philosophy is the... Like a lot of Jim Rome, don't wish for less challenges, wish for more wisdom. Don't wish for less problems, wish for more wisdom. And success is the journey, right? Focus on the process or the process, not the results. Most of you, if you're struggling, you're frustrated, you're focused on the results. And I know we live in a result-oriented society, but focus on the process. Who are you, like Jim Rome told me, who are you becoming? Because as long as you keep going, you get better and better and better, okay? Um, and I like the way he says, income doesn't determine success, you may not be making income, but you're getting more successful because as long as you're doing like, he's talked about the 10 beans or two beans in your pocket, you get better and better each day. And that's your success where you're, you're learning the knowledge. Income is not the only thing that determines success. It's really good. You know, um, I like the way he talks about the three-way cause. Instead of just, hey, let's do a three-way cause. I, I want to introduce you to some of the colleagues. And this, you know, you get to learn from, I want you to meet some successful people. I enjoy working with them. And also allows me to learn as well. Okay, a couple other things, and I'm trying to make this as quick as possible. Attending events. You know, you've heard events are so important, importance of events. And I like this. The bigger the event, the bigger the decision you make. And that's so true. You know, every big event, you know, every, you edit that out. Every big decision I made for my business happened at an event. Okay, and it's also the relationships and people you meet at the event. Now, speaking about events, let me go back to events. It really reminds me of my first uh, international convention for my company. It was like, that's probably, by the way, the biggest event I've ever been to. I've never been to conferences or seminars before network marketing. And over there, I saw 10,000 people. And it was there where I saw everyone from different countries, from Singapore, Mexico, Hong Kong. You know, that's when I really made that big, you talk about big decisions at big events. I made that big decision that no matter what happens, I'm going to grow internationally. Uh, the next new market opens up. I'm going to go out there. And that actually was what happened. Uh, Malaysia opened up. I became one of the pioneers there. Three years. It was, a, was, a, it was like almost two years later. I went out there. And then the uh, Philippines, you know, building a huge empire in the Philippines. Um, that success. But all of that came from, you know, when I built my Philippine team of 60,000 people. That was maybe like in 2009, 2010. But that vision, that decision was made over five years before that on September 2004. So I love that. Big decisions are made at big events. So, so true. You know, one thing that uh, Jason talked about is going fast. Go fast, go fast, 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 because going fast is easy. If you go slow in this business, it's really difficult, and you can get pretty miserable. Uh, I love these you know, final things he ended with was, don't be perplexed by the perplexed, because you, it can be perplexing. Ooh, that is good. Don't be perplexed by the perplexed because it can be perplexing, right? So don't worry about the ones who don't get it. Just move on. And, you know, plug. if you're plugging your company, just show up. Sooner or later, you'll get it. You know, and 
you don't like to hear this, but you've got to be bad. You've got to be bad before you become good. You've got to be good before you become great. You know, every master was once a disaster. You know, including me. I used to be a disaster when I first started talking too much. And don't compare yourself to other people. You know, remember, you're chapter one. Don't compare that to someone else's chapter 20. Right. And I like that's why Jason, I love this title, was Overnight Success. For him to get to where he is today, it took him 20 years of experience up there. And our learning, keep growing, keep growing. And again, um, was he successful? Yeah, don't let income. Success is not just determined by income, but about the process and the person you become. And you have to give your yeah, per- permission. Give permission to fail forward. And again, it's the process. If you don't fail, you don't do something scary, you never get better. So give you permission to fail forward and keep growing. And last thing, I love this. It's all about the numbers. You know, he talk about you have to have something to keep you accountable. It was two beans, two quarters. And for Jason, for him to sponsor 16 people out of 120, which is pretty good, 16 people out of 120, every day he had to go. Two people had to go through the process, go through a presentation and talk to a third party and set in that daily quota. I'm telling you, that daily quarter, what you do every day, every hour, every minute, every second, that is what is the short, short, short term that determines what you're going to achieve your goals long term. So awesome show from Jason Buckner again, uh, MLNation.net. Just search for Jason, connect with him. And MLNation, if you love these episodes, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Show the world what network marketing is about, how many people love this show. And, you know, because I'm loud and proud to be in network marketing. Thanks again to Jason Buckner. Amanish, it's your turn. What are your beans? How many beans are you going to put in there? Choose something accountable and go make it happen. Again, remember, the more you talk, the more you lose. Choose any system except for your mouth. Time for you to go out there and make it happen. Remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you.